You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. $5 down on a uh, NCAA tournament game. And if you're a new customer, you get $200 in free plays. I would suggest backing the A against whoever they play, Bryant or whoever. But you know what? There's also another game in town and not many. And a lot of people uh, might be quick to forget last year's women's Arizona women's basketball team this close away from claiming the national championship. So what better guy to have on here then than the voice of the women's basketball team, the big dog, the giant, the man, Brody Dryden. Hello, Coyote Brody. Hey, Mike, how are you? Thanks uh, Thanks for having me on. All right, so fill me in right. All right, so it's been a little bit. It feels like the uh, women have now been off for, like, feels like about a month or so. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So Arizona... Playing UNLV this uh, playing UNLV this week. So what are and obviously getting to host as well. That's got to be something that they're digging though, being able to host at home. Yeah, absolutely. It's only the second time uh, in program history that Arizona has been able to to host the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. So it's a, it's a huge honor, huge advantage. Obviously, not every program. Uh, for women's basketball or around the country, even if they do host, are going to pull a crowd like Arizona well uh, this Saturday in the opening uh, game. So, you know, it, it's something different, you, you know, unique that, you know, in the men's tournament, Arizona's got to travel to San Diego. Now, there's probably going to be a good amount of fans that make that trip right. uh, over, to, over to San Diego. Yeah, exactly. There, there's going to be a good amount of uh, people that go there, but uh, you know, with the women's tournament, they don't do that. The neutral site for, um, you know, those first two rounds, it's, you know, the highest seed that that hosts. So a huge advantage uh, for Arizona. It should be a great atmosphere. I mean, you, you look back a couple years ago uh, before the COVID year when the NCAA tournament was canceled and Arizona was definitely going to make it, going to host. Uh, likely, you know, we'd, we'd never know because of COVID. But before that, in the WNIT run, I mean, that's when the sellouts were some of the biggest 
crowds in program history showed up to McHale just for the WNIT run. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it should be, uh, you know, uh, big crowds, uh, a fun time. And uh, UNLV is a, a good team, so it should be a, a good game as well. There's a lot uh, There's a lot to break down in here. Um, UNLV is fascinating because they haven't been in the tournament in about 20 years or so. This is a – and you look at it, and this is a team that they've – you know, they ran through 26-6, and 15-3 and three in their uh, – in the Mountain West Conference – they haven't played anybody like Arizona this year, though. So, <coughs> excuse me. That to me is a little bit of a double-edged sword, there, Brody. Because yes, they haven't played anybody like Arizona. So, but you also don't know how high they're capable of elevating their game because they haven't played anybody. Conversely, it's also hard to believe, though, that you can really recreate and practice what you're going to be going against with this Arizona basketball team. Yeah, definitely. It, it, there's a few storylines going into this one. Uh, from UNLV. One of them, Lindy LaRock, is the head coach at, at UNLV. She was just hired in 2020 after... Did she come um, from a good program, Brody? Yeah, she came from Stanford. So, you know, she she's familiar with uh, Arizona. She's familiar with the Pac-12 landscape. And uh, like you said, it's been 20 years since UNLV made uh, the NCAA tournament. So she's really turned things uh, around. She's back in her hometown. She's from Las Vegas. Uh, the uh, Rebels, they've won the regular season championship of the Mountain West, and then they went ahead and, and won the Mountain West tournament in the postseason as well. So th- this is a really uh, good team. They've got a good record, but there are also some some question marks because they've, they've got six losses. And, you know, I, I'm right. still diving into my homework, and one of them is over 20 points they lost to Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona. With, that was the head-scratcher that I saw as well. Yeah, and, and you know, there, there are some other losses here and there that, you know, it, it happens to every team, but, you, you know, I, I'm still uh, diving into what happened there, but they've really picked things up through their conference season, obviously winning the Mountain West and uh, their postseason tournament as well but you know it's march there's a reason that they are a much lower seed and they're the 13 seed taking on arizona that's number four but you know it's march anything can happen even though uh they're a smaller school they come from a smaller conference they're they're definitely a qualified team yeah and uh, brody the thing that also steps out this is a team that's scoring 75 points a game i mean they like to get up and down and uh you know, Arizona's obviously been able to hang its hat on defense for a good percentage of the season right there. So something's going to have to give right there. I know a lot of people might be saying, yeah, no duh, Mike, but that was something that I noticed in the stats as well. Yeah, definitely. It's it's Essence Booker and Desiree Young as the two leading scorers for mm-hmm. UNLV. So th- those are the people you're going to need to uh, listen out for. And you can't really find a lot of games that they didn't score in double digits. They're kind of the dynamic duo uh, down there, not to mention another storyline, Jade Thomas, Sam Thomas's sister, mm-hmm. who's on the roster. She hasn't been playing as much um, of late. She's a sophomore, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with her. But that's still just another wrinkle in, in this. Uh, you want game. another wrinkle? You want another wrinkle there, big dog? Sure. Yeah, All right. why not? There's also somebody on UNLV from my high school, alma mater, Saguaro High School right there. Alyssa uh, Brown, who's a freshman, who was state player of the year last year. So Alyssa Brown is uh, taller than me. She's better at basketball than I ever was. But you know what? I figured that I might give that to you. Maybe you sprinkle that in your notes and give a little bit of East Side Tucson love right there, Brody. Oh, there will absolutely uh, – I'll, I'll <laughs> sprinkle that in there for it sure. Better- but really – 
uh, up and down this roster. That's the thing. They can score. They, they, they know how to shoot the ball. Um, but again, Arizona is just a different caliber of defense. So, so we'll see what happens. We saw in the PAC 12 tournament, uh, the last game Arizona played against Colorado, it was like a, basically a defensive gridlock. It was a total of 88 points scored between the two teams and Colorado, you know, j- just got them at right. the end of the game. So Arizona's that, that's the one nice thing. I, I suppose you, you, you didn't want to see them get bounced in the first round of the PAC 12 tournament, but that did give them the, this very prolonged break uh, to maybe catch up with themselves, uh, practice some more. Kate Reese is looking like she's uh, coming back healthy as can be. And uh, so maybe it's one of those, you know, necessary gut checks that, you know, happens for a reason. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Kate Reese on the other side, but Brody mentioned a different caliber of player. Allow me to tell you about a different caliber of sports book, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right. Here's the deal. Throw down $5 on the NCAA tournament games you got coming up here and $200 in free plays if your team wins. And it doesn't matter who you pick. Arizona's going to be probably playing some school like Bryant. You know what? I like Arizona to be the one seed that is not upset by the 16 seed right there. I would go with them. Eligibility restrictions apply. Arizona only. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Eligibility restrictions do apply. All right, Brody. Now, let's get back to uh, some Arizona basketball. You mentioned Kate Reese. That is kind of the uh, question that everybody is asking. How's Kate going to do? Everybody knows leading scorer, um, kind of your go-to player offensively. Went down with a went down with an injury. Where where do we stand with her? Do we know? Yeah, she uh, actually came by the Adia Barnes radio show last week. By the way, that's going by the way. On where tonight. can you find the Adia Barnes radio show, and who can you find hosting it? Yeah, it's going to be me hosting it. We've got our final show tonight at Flores Market Run out on uh, 6th Street, Tucson Boulevard. And if you can't make it out to Flores, we'll, we'll be on 1400 uh, KTUC. But yeah, final one is a special NCAA tournament um, edition of that one. And Kate Reese came on and uh, announced herself that she, you know, is feeling good. She's back to practicing shooting and uh, she should be good to go. You know, you, you can never rule anything out. Some, uh, something happens or, or whatever in between uh, then and the UNLV game. But as it looks right now, uh, Kay Reese will be good to go. And, and she's just so important to this team. I mean, you see that she went down in the uh, Washington State game in that final uh, road trip. And uh, Arizona ended up losing that game by five. They were in crunch time. They really could have used her. Uh, the next game when Arizona played their four, first full game against UCLA without her, um, the Bruins, you know, gave Arizona their first loss in McHale um, all season long. And it was a tough game for them. But I think uh, that was also a game that Arizona really learned a lot about themselves and kind of different players, you know, leaned on different abilities and, you know, kind of got used to playing without her, came back, one against USC, um, but you still see on the Pac-12 tournament, uh, if Kate Reese was out on the floor against Colorado, Arizona, I, I'd right. say probably would, would have won. So she means a great deal to this team. Um, you know, that didn't affect Arizona getting into the tournament or, or what, whatever. So now that she will be back, um, as it looks like for the UNLV game, look at her to be making a big impact. 
Brody, and I think people kind of forget the importance of that because I think a lot of times people look at, you know, these like these kind of these assembly line schools, for lack of a better term, a UConn uh, or a, you know, uh, or, in, you know, men's college basketball, like a Duke or whatever. And they say, oh, you lost an 18 point a game score, you know, next person up. That sounds cool. But, I mean, you don't just replace somebody like Kate Reese. It's not like Atia Barnes has this magic wand where she says, all right, listen, I'm going to need everybody else to score four more points a game. Or, you know what, Sam, I know you're the best defensive player in the country. I also need to be able to put up 18 po- – or I also need you to be able to put up 18, 19 points a game as well. That's just not what pe- – that's just not what got- players are necessarily all about here. And – when you start asking people to go outside of their comfort zone, sure, some can, but it's just impossible, in my opinion, from an outsider perspective, the uh, to be able to look at stuff like that there, Brody, and say, yeah, just go ahead. Just, you know, we, we can replace that. You really can't. No, no, it, it's incredibly difficult um, to do. And that's one thing where you kind of play teams for you know, the second time around in, in the Pac-12 schedule, they're familiar opponents. They kind of know the strengths, the weaknesses. And it's almost like, you, you know, Arizona started out so strong, especially in that first half. And then when you come back and uh, Arizona doesn't have Kate Reese, they're like, oh, my goodness, this makes it so much easier for us because she right. she really did have that that presence down there. And, um, you know, it wasn't just Kate dealing, uh, with injuries. Lauren Ware did step up and she had a double, a uh, double, double there at the end of the season. And, and she's done a good job filling some of that void, but, um, you know, you, you do also just need somebody else to step into that role. And Araya Copeland was out with, um, and, and trying to work back after she had her migraines and stuff. And, and she did finally get right. back, but it, it, yeah, it's still just so hard to replace a talent. Um, like Kate Brody, when you go into the game and again, I don't know, like I said, um, you're far more professional than I am because I know that you go through all the details you go through, you, I'm sure you have outlined everything, but let me ask you this. When you go into Arizona games, is there an X factor for this team? Is there a, you know, is there one player that when you're watching them either in practice or up close that you say, you know, if so-and-so plays well, or so-and-so really plays good defense, this is a really, really difficult team to beat on top of already being a difficult team to beat. Yeah, I, I'm certainly not the first person to say this, but I think for Arizona, that's Koi Love. Um, I knew you transfer. were going to go there. That was going to yeah. be my follow-up, but go ahead, yes. Yeah, yeah. Transfer from Vanderbilt, and uh, she's just made such uh, an impact this season, offensively, defensively. I mean, you, you look at her uh, numbers, and it seems like she's – come close to either a double double or triple double each time she's gotten substantial minutes. You go back to um, the beginning of the PAC 12 season and she kind of wasn't getting very much time coming off the bench. And she sat actually the entire Oregon state uh, game up in Corvallis uh, then came in against Oregon um made a good impact and just kind of kept the momentum rolling for her she gets points she gets rebounds uh she'll steal the ball she can facilitate she's kind of an all-around uh really good player she's an emotional leader as well you see out her out there and she brings the intensity um really just raises i think you know the the level of attention and um, the the mood that they all have out there. So I, I think it, if anybody, it's going to be uh, Koi Love that, that I would choose as an X factor. 
Do you look ahead now? Because obviously, if Arizona were to win, they could. They, there's a good chance that they would probably play North Carolina. How much does the big dog look ahead to that following game, or does the big dog stay in his lane and say, you know what, one game at a time for Brody Dryden? Hey, I, I'm I'm just like Coach Barnes. You know, she, she's the leader, and you you take it one game at a time. But I, I you know, it, it's hard not to look a, a little bit <laughs> ahead and, and take a peek because. Uh, North Carolina really is a, a good team and, um, you know, they have a similar record as Arizona and they've got a lot of wins, not a lot of losses. And, uh, in the net rankings, if I'm not mistaken, they're number seven mm-hmm. in the net rankings, which is incredibly impressive. And, um, in this region, it's the Greensboro region. The opening round is in Tucson uh, because Arizona is hosting, but it's going out to Greensboro, North Carolina, which is not very far uh, from Chapel Hill. And so I, I think North Carolina is going to come in kind of motivated because if they got a sweet 16 essential host ability because they're so close to their their hometown uh, in the next round, that's going to be a big motivating factor for them. They're, uh, you know, out of a really good conference, a really good team, um, and they'd likely be facing South Carolina uh, as well. So a little North Carolina, South Carolina potential matchup, but um, obviously Arizona is going to try their best and not to let that happen. Okay. So again, got to, we got about uh, got a few minutes left here again. I want to remind you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, by the way, DraftKings right here. This is the hat. I rocked it all day. I wore a Back the A t-shirt in Las Vegas, and I had a DraftKings Sportsbook app. I was essentially a walking billboard all the way around. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked me about it, but you know what? I did what I can. Maybe it's because I'm sm- I'm not quite as tall as the big dog right there, so you know what? Maybe it's, it's that they didn't, maybe it's that they didn't see Brody, but you can't qu- you can't question my lack of effort, and that's where the DraftKings Sportsbook app. <laughs> comes in code word phnx throw down five dollars your team wins you get two hundred dollars in free plays new customers only all right brody now before we sign off here where can they find you tonight where can they find the broadcast coming up and well let's get you to answer those two first and then we can do with the follow-up question Uh, sure yeah so tonight we'll we'll be out at floors market run sixth street and tucson boulevard the uh, former rincon market uh, it's now Floors Market Run. We're doing our final Adia Barnes radio show. It's beautiful um, it's there, good, by the way. Oh, it's awesome. Such a cool atmosphere. They they really do have great food, uh, good drinks. They've got a whole coffee bar and uh, actual bar, uh, good beer selection, all, all that good stuff. So uh, make sure to come out. We'll be there from 6 to 7. Uh, make sure to get there a little bit early because I'm not going to lie. Most times when I show up, there are already fans kind of, uh, you know, camping there at their table to get to get a good spot. So um, if you want a good spot, get there early. Um, and uh, are they yeah, there for the, your idea or maybe a combination uh, of both? They're, they're really they're more for me than, than anything. I, I definitely have a, a big faction of, of fans that, you know, j- just show out to support me. Um, and then the, the game broadcast. Of course, is going to be uh, Saturday tip off uh, at about seven. We'll be on at around six forty-five. Again, fourteen hundred uh, KTUC for that one. All right, I'm going to be in San Diego, but you know what? Uh, covering the men, but guess what? Uh, assuming the women win, need that to happen there, Brody. I'll be back there on assignment covering uh, the women t- uh, women's game Monday. 
with, uh, obviously, maybe I'll try to sit behind the big dog. Well, actually, that'd be a bad idea because I wouldn't be able to see the court then. No, but you wouldn't. I, yes, I, I, cer- I certainly wouldn't. All right, Brody, before we sign off here, just for the average fan there that maybe hasn't watched the team a ton, what what is something to just look for during this Arizona-UNLV game, maybe beyond what we just talked about? You know, just uh, something that, you know, is, is a good sign for Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is just, you know, a a fun team uh, to watch. And it's a team that's going to be playing for a lot. I mean, it's Sam Thomas in her final uh, final games here in an Arizona uniform and how much she's meant uh, to the community, to the university. Uh, The team feels that uh, it's going to be great, you know, having these uh, couple games in Tucson. So so the energy will be there that the community uh, will be behind her and it, you know this is just a fun experienced team there, there's a lot going on here a lot that this team has worked through and again I I don't know um, for sure we'll find out a, a little bit more I'll be talking with uh, Arizona head coach Adia Barnes tonight on the uh, the radio show about what's all been happening and stuff but I, I think this kind of prolonged break since the Pac-12 tournament could have really helped you know just a little right. pause um, and then getting back at it in, in the NCAA tournament. So uh, a real fun team. It's been quite the journey. Uh, so make sure to tune in. Speaking of real fun, uh, real fun journeys, there's a lot of bandwagon fans out there. People that, you know what, they catch on. A lot of lifelong, uh, a lot of lifelong Georgia football fans out there. You know who I'm talking about. One guy I've got to give a lot of credit to that is not a bandwagon fan, that is a very unique fan, and that is my guy right here, Brody Dryden. Now, you might say, Mike, what team does Brody root for? Brody roots for the Raptors. Brody roots, <laughs> and I can vouch for this. When we, when Brody and I were working at the radio station together, mm-hmm. very fun times working there with the big dog, he uh, came in, he was a Raptors fan, and I thought it was kind of cute. And one of our first conversations, I remember him saying, I said, Brody, who do you like to win the championship? And everybody's saying the Warriors or, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, whoever it may be. Brody said, oh, I rep the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And Mike Luke, being short-sighted, short individual that he is, kind of rolled his eyes. Very and, short. Yes, very short, very short-sighted. Not sure which one's shorter. But, <laughs> and Brody and I are uh, hosting during the summer. And once, uh, um, you know, and then the season kept going. And the Raptors kept winning. And I'm watching the 76ers game uh, where uh, with Kawhi Leonard and uh, obviously against the Sixers. And when Leonard made that shot to go to the finals, they're going off to play, obviously, the Warriors. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this kid knows something right here because this team is going to win the championship. And nobody was saying that. So, again, tip of the cap. I watched your team last night. And uh, I watched your team last night. They're playing really good ball. I don't expect them to win the title this year. But, Brody, um, I got to give you a lot of credit on that one, my man. You back the Raptors to the fullest. Good work. So that jersey over Brody's left shoulder, that uh, – does it say Dryden on there? It does. It does. A nice little uh, don't tell Adam Silver. It is not an officially licensed Raptors jersey, but that's a, a little memento from the uh, the old college house with, Adam, with my Adam, roommates. Adam, we assume you're probably not listening now, but we know that you're getting the download later on today. Yes, so you know what? Exactly. It's, it, some things are better heard, not seen there, Brody. But <laughs> on a serious note, my man, can't preach, I can't thank you enough. Keep doing what you're doing. Like your uh, best, 
one of the best in the biz and guy that just keep doing your thing and everything's going to work out, my man. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. I, I really appreciate it. And yeah, I, I, I told you and Kev that uh, you got to believe in Danny Green. He, he was he was the difference in that Raptors team. It was Kawhi Leonard's team, but but it was Danny Green that, nope, that really. You're all, uh, no, Brody, you're also you're minimizing another player in there that we talked a lot about. Who, who, Jeremy Lin? No, 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 no. Fred Van Vliet? No, we Brody, we talked about we must have talked about this guy every single day for about 30 minutes. His name begins I, with P. I, Pascal Siakam, of course. I mean, yeah, he he was. Well, that's what makes a championship team a championship (laughs) team. There were so many, you know, great glue guys. Brody, I'm the old timer here, not you. I shouldn't be the one remembering (laughs) that, my man. I know, I know, you're right. How could I forget? Yeah, appreciate you, Mike. All right, real quick before again, before we sign off, where can they catch you tonight? Oh, and again, Coyote Brody, you need to do a better job of putting that out there. Coyote Brody on Twitter. And again, mm-hmm. real quick, where can they uh, where can they find you tonight? Yep, tonight, uh, Flores Market Run will be there from six to seven for the Adia Barnes Radio Show. Get there early, order some food, order some drinks. We'll be uh, talking Arizona women's hoops, previewing the Arizona UNLV game. Um, you can ask questions for Coach Barnes. Hey, maybe uh, the the whole team came last week. I don't know if the whole team is is coming again this week, but you know, maybe right. we'll see a player or, or two at least come on down as well. So my, always a good time. My guy, big dog. We'll check in with you next week, but as always appreciate your time, homie. Thanks Mike. All right. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Mm-hmm.